Castle. It's 6 a.m. Rise and shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to the grind. And good Friday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jude Ellison as we bring in the big guns here on the kickoff Friday for Prep Sports. And we bring in uh, a little Rebel Radio takeover. But uh, Jude, welcome in. Always fun talking with you. And now we get to put it on the air. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited for this. Hey, you know, it's, it's, it's always good to lead up to something right you know and i think we've been doing this since about march Mm -hmm. uh you know cancellation of 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 basketball and and then we didn't have the opportunity to go call the the boys home a championship and and then spring football kind of gets canceled and then tennessee spring football gets canceled and then we're just like what do you do and then all sports are gone and I'll, i'll tell you i have project myself to death like i'm ready for for something something to happen and so uh, August has come, and now August 21st happened, and it's football time in Maribel. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great day. Look on the calendar. No, we got football tonight. Uh, live sports are back uh, in the state of Tennessee, so it should be a great time. You know, the bubble games and MLB have been exciting, but I'm excited to be in person, not watching it on the couch. I hear you. Uh, now, did you watch uh, Gibbs Halls last night? I did, yeah. It just looked good. It like, was, yeah. Did you notice they both had the same font on their jerseys? No, I didn't catch that. I was that. like, because I, I really like that font. I, I yeah. call it the Michigan State font. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm like, I really like that font. And then I look at the – I noticed it on the Gibbs jerseys. Mm-hmm. They've been running it for a few years. And I looked at the Halls jerseys and I said, they've got the same font on their jerseys. But I will I will give uh, Halls some credit. You know, I don't I don't have anything for or against Halls, but – I like their helmets. Yeah. You know, they got the checkerboard on the back like Tennessee Mm -hmm. used to do. That may be my most missed Butch Jones thing. I don't know. I like the stripe. Well, I'm saying on the side? Yeah, yeah. With the checkerboard? Mm -hmm. No, I'm not a big fan. I like just the single orange stripe on the helmets. (sighs) You part Pruitt over (laughs) here. I I don't know. I I feel like if if that changes the culture, then then we've got bigger problems. Yeah, but yeah. but anyway, Halls had had some good looking unis, and honestly, looked good on the football field. Yeah, really. Uh, Gibbs had a quarterback that could get around. I, I like him. Uh, I thought he made some some good decisions to run and some bad decisions to throw, and I think that ultimately made the difference mm-hmm. in the in the football game. But uh, you know, nonetheless, uh, Mark Packer and his crew got the season off and rolling. Uh, they'll be at Alcoa. They're there Saturday night, also putting that game on on the air, and uh, and it's it's off to the races tonight. We've got a huge slate of games. We'll run through those later in the in the show, but uh, but uh, Rebel Radio takes back over WGAP's airwaves uh, tonight, starting at six thirty, as we'll air a a pre recorded uh, Coach Derek Hunt show where where you and I get to sit down with the head man at Maryville, and he talks about it all. I mean, we talk about twenty twenty. What that looked like, how we, how he's, you know, he talks about how he's he's never cleaned so many footballs, so many tackling uh, dummies. He he's cleaned it all this off season, and then talks about his assistant coaches, really the the dynamic of the continuity of the Maryville staff, and then we we dive into William Blunt and what the, he's going to be facing here tonight. And and Jude, we talked with him, and we'll talk again here this morning. Twenty twenty 
is going to be different. The lights will come on at, at Skeeter Shield Stadium. We're going to be in the booth, and that's about where and the football teams will be on the field. But that's about where the normalcy ends. Uh, we we went to practice a few times this week, and there's yellow tape, restricted tape. Uh, where people can't sit, and and, and the the opposing, of course, is dropped like that too. They're not selling tickets at the the stadium. It's a limited concession. We don't know what that's going to look like, but I would I would argue that the the uh, the souvenir stand, you know, that's right there on the right side of the well, according to where you're standing, but on the right side for us of the of the press box, yeah. I don't think it'll be open. Yeah, probably not. I mean, it, it will definitely be a different environment. I mean, it's going to be something that we're just going to have to get used to, I guess, but. Uh... Like you said, I mean, it'll just be relaxing to have those two teams out there going at it and the lights turn on. Well, and, and it's just like what I've said. Uh, you, you know, I've always been like, oh, it's just so much better to be there. But I think in 2020, if you can see it from afar, <laughs> you're you're happy with it. But there's some big games this weekend. You know, we talk about Maryville opening up region play against William Blunt. William Blunt coming off of a playoff appearance. So they're looking to do some big things. Heritage, uh, kind of been doing some reading about the Mountaineers, and those guys are, uh, you know, they're poised for for a big senior class. Uh, they feel like they're going to be able to come out of that streak that they've had of two years of straight losses. I think they're on a 24-game lose streak. Uh, so they're wanting to break that here in 2020. You know, if things are meant to be broken, let's just go ahead and knock it out in 2020. But uh, and, and then Greenback has had, you know, they've got Micah Franklin now. They've got the uh, William Blunt transfer running back, uh, which I think is a big piece to when you've lost Braden Carnes and Holden Willis. You know, I think uh, a plugging in a Micah Franklin will, will help their offense. But then at the same rate, uh, you, you know, you've got uh, you've got Alcoa that's got 6A. Um, I about said Bradley Central. I don't know why. But Blackman coming to town and uh you know there's a there's a pretty decent storyline uh, with that last night was able to sit down with marty Millsaps, heath dunkel scott dunkel and do a little preview forecast uh for the season and then and then for of course week one um blackman is a team that last year went into halftime leading uh had a lot of horses on the table and just between uh the grid of alcoa and 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 the the some breaks that went their way uh, they left Murfreesboro with a victory. So uh, I, I think – and then their head football coach is a uh, a student or a uh, – what do you call it? Like a – he played for Coach Rankin. There's a word for that, but it's 6 a.m. He's like he a protege. Protege. Maybe he's a Rankin protege. But uh, but he played linebacker for him, so I think that's a, that's a key piece, you know. Uh, but – uh, last year didn't make the difference. Uh, this year, uh, Alcoa is a little older. A lot of their their junior leaders are now senior leaders. Uh, talking with Marty last night, Gray Carroll will not be active. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, the the Georgia Tech commit uh, will not be active. But you have Ahmad Sankey, you have Isaiah Cox, uh, and then you you've got a question mark at quarterback. They've they've yeah. been running about four guys. Uh, so uh, it's going to be one of those deals where you, you've got to figure it out. But it's upon us. Uh, what about 2020 for Jude? Uh, you know, we've talked. Uh, we even did a Zoom. Yep, you, you, we did, yeah. Yourself, Chris, and and myself uh, all did a Zoom call to prepare for Rebel Radio. I was like, I never thought I would do this. But I do it, like, honestly on a weekly basis now. I mean, with work and, and different things, it's become the virtual side of things has become huge. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing Zooms like three three times a day or so for school if I'm not 
actually there, you know, because Maribel's just running two days. So, so what, uh, what are you doing? Are you, like so Carson comes in here on Wednesdays. Yeah, and and he's doing. I think he's doing Monday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm doing as well. Yeah, so it's A through uh, K so does get, that first day. So they get both of you guys mm-hmm. on yep. Mondays. They get the double duo right there. I don't know how they. I don't know how the rest of the week's not a complete failure when you get Carson and Jude yep. on Mondays and Wednesdays. But. Uh, you, you know, uh, are you what are you acclimating pretty well? Do you like the virtual side of learning? Yeah, I actually I think I'm one of the few ones that actually doesn't mind going just two days a week. I think it's uh, kind of good that I can just stay at home the whole day. You know, I get I typically get done with my homework a lot earlier on the days I don't have are actual you, school. Are you a homebody? I don't know. Like, I like traveling though, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. My my wife's a homebody. Like uh, I'll be like, hey, let's let's run and do this, and she's like. Do I got to go? No. <laughs> She's like, I'd rather stay at home. But, uh, you know, that that's what 2020 has shown you, I think, uh, that it's okay to be at home. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, especially with the hustle and bustle that is work and, and radio and sports and everything, you know, there's always something going on or was, you know, and I think when everything came to a screeching halt, you realize there's a lot I could be doing around here. I mean, ask Laura. We've done a lot of projects. We've painted things. We've built things. We've We've rebuilt things. <laughs> Uh, we've pressure washed things, so twenty twenty has been fun. But what, like, so in your quarantine time, you know, previous to coming mm-hmm. back to school, what was something that you did in twenty twenty that you were just like, I don't know that I would have done this non non restricted. Um, I rode a lot of bikes in the park, so like, uh, I don't, I I normally don't do that, but just getting out there with some buddies, you know, just like just mountain biking or like no, just like on the green belt or whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying, but you got like a mountain bike, a trek, or... I just have like a regular like, street bike or whatever. Sweet. Mm-hmm. You already see Jude. Like, if you seen, if you saw Jude in 2019, Jude 2020 is a lot different. He's mm-hmm. taller, his voice is deeper. I actually heard that. I did not make that comment. That comment came to me. Uh, but, uh, so, this is a more mature, mm-hmm. senior-laden uh, Jude Ellison. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the Maryville mentality shirt I rocking this morning, here. so uh, pretty stoked about that. And and you know we've got a good night planned for us tonight in uh, in the fact that we've got a lot of great sponsors uh, that's going to help us this season uh, get this thing on the road. And we'll run through them right now, and then we'll take a, a little short break. Um, El Himidor Mexican Grill they they hooked us up in in basketball, and they they hooked in again for for football, both for Maryville and Alcoa Whitlock and Company. I believe you might know uh, mm-hmm. someone that might. Uh, be a big part of that that business but Whitlock and Company CPA uh, another one of those great local businesses that serve Blunt County and now I have chipped in to help Rebel Radio Denzo Manufacturing uh, the one in Maryville uh, they have hooked into one uh, promote job hiring uh, Denzo is hiring at a pretty amazing level considering the pandemic and uh, you know they they start off at competitive wages. They're they're plus fourteen dollars an hour just to start, and then uh, uh, you got a, a structure that by the time you're there a year you're plus fifteen dollars. So Dwight Price Group, if you if you need something realty wise, check out Dwight Price, Sarah Price, uh, and get that thing going. Common Sense Pest Control. Their slogan is: If you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. And I think that's just tells you all you need to know, right? Uh, volunteer Home Mortgage, Lee Franks and the group over at Volunteer, they, they've done a really good job, uh, again, being a part of Blunt County Sports, Rebel Radio, uh, Two Hype, and Alcoa Sports. Um, 
Boys Lawn Care jumped on for the 2020 season. Bob Ramsey, state representative, he's he's running for for reelection in District 20. Uh, that ad is paid for by the committee to reelect Bob Ramsey, uh, Bob Ramsey treasurer, and then Twin City Certified of Maryville. They're the game of the week sponsor. So tonight you can listen to the Twin City Certified game of the week. Stevenson Tire, uh, a return customer here, at Rebel Radio, and then uh, Jerome Moon. Uh, state representative blunt partnership and windy city grill also chipping in uh so uh, and then we have some uh we got press box food coming from the uh the right spot and that is the right spot uh right spot right off of right road there in alcoa uh, a new venture uh it, it's been the same location for other restaurants but this is a this is one that is is hopefully going to stick and be the staple that is uh that right road location uh the right spot it's w-r-i-g-h-t and they uh, they have wings, they have hamburgers, they have grilled cheese, they have everything that you would think of. And then and then they've got a little local flair. They've got four hamburgers named after the four high schools. I thought it was pretty awesome. In in just sheer uh, obligation, I got the rebel, and Laura got the tornado, and we split it, and it was it was very well worth it. You should check it out. Right spot, hamburgers, wings, all the fixings. And then, of course, uh, a good atmosphere. They got cornhole boards outside. Uh, you can do your thing uh, right there in the in the front yard, if you will. But Jude, let's take us a quick break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to dig into the actual game that is. We'll look at the Maryville William Blunt game. We'll look at the the Alcoa Blackman game, uh, and, and then we may even look around the county the rest of the way, and then maybe finish off today with some rundown of Friday Night Lights, what that's going to look like, and then ultimately put you on the spot and score predict the, the the end of the show. So we'll do that on the flip side of the break. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Your donation of gently used items plays a critical role in the life of CARM stores. Another critical role for the thrift stores is those who volunteer their time and energy to help the CARM stores team. During this unique time, we're excited to invite you to a new volunteer event, CARM Stores Sortapalooza gives you an opportunity to get out and give back in an outside open-air environment with physical distancing and other precautions taken to ensure your safety. This first-of-a-kind event 
is taking place at the new Coming Soon Carm Store location at 4748 Centerline Drive in Knoxville. The event runs until August 15th and only a limited number of volunteer slots are available each day to allow for appropriate spacing. Have you been asking yourself if it's time to take that business idea and make it a reality? Do you need help with marketing or getting a leg up on the competition? Then check out my friends at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville, a company invested in Blunt County and ready to help. They can take your business to the next level. Mike, Jana, and the staff at 42nd Street are a dream to work with, and I'm proud to say that they built the grindonsports.com into what it is today. But if you need marketing and maybe don't know where to start, check out my guys at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville. Their phone number is 865-982-7007, or you can check out their work online, 42sd.com. Again, phone line is 865-982-7007 or online at 42sd.com. Check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountainview Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Twenty twenty has been anything but predictable, but there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at WKVL.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. 
Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jude Ellison as Rebel Radio has taken over the studio. Uh, Jude, uh, welcome in. It's it's fun talking. I tell everybody we have maybe better conversations at the break, but uh, nonetheless, we try to have a good time on the air as well. Yeah, we did. We just had a very good conversation about the old polo, the, uh, the, the, the Rebel official Radio. Rebel Radio polo. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brought to you by the Great Administration of Maryville yes. High School. <laughs> uh, but but you know, talk about the 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 polo. The polo will be donned. Uh, the polo at, will be donned tonight at Skeeter Shield Stadium this uh, this evening at, on the campus of Maryville High School, where the the William Blunt Governors will come to town. A year ago, a forty two to nothing beat down by the the hands of the Maryville Rebels, and that's not trying to throw tr- throw shade. That's what happened. Uh, uh, not a ton of positives that came out for William Blunt. Micah Franklin might have been one of those, and he's now uh, donning the, the, the greenback uniform. So uh, talking about donning things, is it going to be the dawn of a new William Blunt football team, 4-7 uh, and seven record a year ago, winner of the Battle of the Bell, and a playoff appearance? Or is it going to be same old? Uh, Maryville takes care of business. Yeah, I think they've got some wins in them. I think they'll. I think they'll kind of turn that corner at least a little bit and maybe get to five hundred. I think they'll definitely be. Uh, if we're going, if we're going that long, I think they're definitely going to the playoffs again this year. I mean, you just need about four wins to get in there. I think they can definitely steal a win from Heritage, steal a win from Lenore City if they play them. I think they can steal a few wins and uh, get that five hundred record. I made the point last night uh, to Marty and Heath. I said, you know, the the thing about William Blunt is if they can get to midfield, they'll kick it because Joe Matosin yeah. can flat. I mean, I about said sling it, but he slings that legs. What he does, but uh, you, you know, I think they've got some weapons. I think a, a returning senior quarterback is always a big deal. That Clemmer kid, uh, he's going to be a nice piece for them. Uh, losing. Losing Franklin's a big deal, but they've got their top. Uh, I think they've got their top tackler back, and of course, Joe Matosin is also a receiver, uh, and I think he does a pretty good job there. So we'll just see what what they bring to the table, and and honestly, how they've been affected by 2020. You know, I think Coach Rankins talked about it in the in the coaches show that we listened to last night, and then you can listen to again pregame to Alcoa. Um, he said the first two or three weeks of of the season across the state, you're going to see some ugly football. There's going to be some things that you're like, that's not what they normally do, or that's not how they normally act. Well, it's because this isn't normally what happens. You 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 would have gotten that mistake out in a scrimmage versus somebody that had, you know, there's 13 people in the stands. 
I mean, maybe we're not far off from that side yeah, of it. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll say, you know, talking to Coach Hunt and then hearing Coach Rankins, that's a common uh, thought is that this is different. Uh, 2020 will will have some learning curve on the football field the first few games, uh, but it's how you manage that. Uh, we've talked to Coach Hunt, and, and then everybody, I've read the preview from the Daily Times. Um, everybody expects Maryville to have a pretty good football team again. Shocker, I know. Uh, but but there's a lot of people that have uh, maybe not started for the Rebels uh, that are going to step up and, and play a big role, but it's not one of those deals where they don't know what they're doing because in the in the evolution of a football player at Maryville, you may not play the first half uh, early on in your career, but you'll play a lot of second half, and then that continues to build until your name's called, until your spot's ready. And so uh, I think, you know, you look at Carson Jones, he's a great example of that. Uh, come in and really, you know, showed out at freshman ball and then got in the mix there last year and, and was the second guy. And when Kate Chambers would, uh, would, uh, would get that thing to a place to where the clock kept moving, here come Carson Jones. And, and we, we joke, but I added it up two nights ago. Uh, I mean, he played over five games. Yeah, I mean, just that's that's just the the beauty of Maribel is that these kids are always getting full rep. This wasn't you know five JV games. This was five under Friday Night Lights against the other team's first starters. So I mean, it's always a good thing when you have those guys getting that good experience, especially at quarterback. You need those good reps with no scrimmages. It's really uh, beneficial that Carson Jones has played in these games. Absolutely. And when we went to practice the other day, well, what did you see from Carson? I, I want to hear what you say, and then I, I'm going to come give you my opinion what I saw. I thought he looked. I thought he looked pretty sharp. I thought he looked pretty fluid. Uh, he definitely was slinging the ball well. We saw him do a bunch of running drills. He seemed to be uh, getting the ball off well with no hitches or anything, no fumbles on the snap or anything like that. And even they did some uh, like breakdown plays where the ball would be snapped on the ground basically. And uh, he did a good job with that. Just the defense pressure, he'd roll out, make a decent pass to Fortenberry down the field or something like that. You know, and, and I wonder how how much it grew Carson Jones. Uh, to play scout team against our ones last year. Oh, it def- I mean, when you're going up against uh, DJ Burks and company, Lou Birchfield on yeah. the other side, I mean. Mason Shelton. At yeah, that you're going to get yeah. some great reps in there. I mean, that's arguably the best defense in the state last year. If you're going up against them day in and day out of practice, you're definitely going to be better for that. Yeah, they, they averaged giving up eight points a game. I mean, I, I look back at that. And, I, and, and, you know, it's easy when, you know, you may be in a different conference, you may be in a different region to where you're not playing a whole lot of people. But, I mean, they allowed eight points to Bradley Central. Uh, I'm, I'm saying average over the season. Bradley Central, Alcoa, Oakland, Ravenwood, all these people. That's that's the 2019 year-end stat. That's not regular season. That's not anything. Uh, they saw a lot of good 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 players, and then they saw a lot of good franchises. or franchises. They saw a lot of good programs. Uh, Far- Farragut twice, and the first time uh, was a little bit more than we bargained for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a – that was an odd game. I mean, we had lost a lot of uh, linebackers um, and okay. secondary, and they were just burning us deep. They had that little 15-yard open all game. but uh, And we thought that was health concerns, Jude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little did we know that uh, yeah. you get it in the same room, and now you're going to be out for the week. So uh, that's, that's, a def- that's another dynamic. I mean, you could be William Blunt could go in there, the underdog, then some of their starters on the other team gets it. William Blunt stays healthy, and then now – they're able to steal a few games, you know. Absolutely, yeah, and you, it's it's all that uh, 
it's that uh, I hate to use this term, but Russian roulette. I mean, you spin the wheel and see what you get, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it really is that that scenario. But but uh, what, what do you think are keys for for Maryville, uh to get the victory over over William Blunt? And then what do you think William Blunt uh, needs to focus on from what we saw a year ago? Uh, to to have an opportunity against the Rebels. Yeah, I think the key is just definitely going to be uh, keep on pounding the rock to the McGill and um, and oh, I've blanked Noah on the guys and Noah Vaughn. Yeah, I don't know why I blanked on that. Just those two double duos. I mean, that's enough to put it on anyone. Then you can get Markell out there. I mean, I think the offense has just got to be sharp, as we saw from the Halls and uh, Gibbs game. Uh, first play was a fumble. So I mean, you just got to really be on it. Got to minimize the. Uh, the mistakes, and that's one thing that Maryville's always good at, is they coach them well, no mistakes, football. And, of course, for the defense, you're losing a few key players to the coronavirus. So, I mean, you just got to really step up and uh, really make sure that you're making those good plays. And I think that it's not like we're playing Alcoa, which should be a decent one to win. But I think William Blunt, don't put him away. I think with that senior quarterback and Clemmer, they could be they could be some trouble early. Well, like like Coach Hunt said, you start in region, that means something. You know, you, you can't stumble. And uh, they, they've they got some nice pieces. We talk about Micah Franklin heading to Greenback. But they returned Joe Matosin, who had near 500 yards receiving. And then they've also got Bryston Williams. They say he's going to be uh, one of the feature pass catchers here. Uh, and, and he says, we've got the, – the coach said they've got seven to eight guys that can catch the football, uh, which last year I didn't know that they had seven to eight guys that, that wanted the football, uh, be honest, in the throw game. So I, I think for uh, – I, I think for Maryville it's about – it's about fundamentals, and, and that's never been a real issue for Maryville. Uh, you, you just execute Maryville's game plan, and I think that's good enough to win. Now, is it a blowout? Is it a sterling win? I don't know that it gets there. But I, I say, you know, you can handle this game if you fundamentally are sound. And then I think as the season progresses, you get a Carson Jones comfortable with uh, some some uh, some maybe misdirection, some different looks. You get a you get a Markel Fortenberry over the top. You get him trying to toe touch on the sideline. But right now, I think just the sheer size of the offensive line, because I think it's going to be a tale of two cities uh, in that regard. It's going to be William Blunt with a undersized offensive line and Maryville with a really big defensive line. And and I think that push is going to help the Rebels uh, kind of stop their progress. And uh, and and like I said, containing that kicker. Uh, will be the uh, the goal for the second half. But uh, I'll say this, I, I fully expect uh, the Rebels to win tonight, but I don't expect a running clock in the second half. I don't know. I kind of feel that we might see a running clock. I think that you just get it to McGill out, and uh, once he gets some open space, I think he'll really he'll really put it to William Blunt, I could see. That may be true. I, I just don't know how, uh, how much that's going to be the focus. You know what I'm saying? Like last year, the, the talent was so good, you could literally just push the envelope for about 15 minutes of game time, and then they're sitting on the sideline. This year, I don't know that that's a positive. I think you want your starters to play a lot, so you may play a little, for football reference, small ball. You may run the ball a lot more than you're used to and kind of ground and pound this thing and try to beat William Blunt physically. Yeah, I mean, I think they can go either way and and win, and uh, that's one of Maryville's strengths against all these teams is how deep they are. I think they can really go toe-to-toe with anyone for four quarters, and sadly, I mean, William Blunt, some teams like that can't really uh, compete, just historically speaking, and uh, it should be interesting. I, I tend to agree with you, maybe, uh, that William Blunt, I think it's going to be a little bit competitive. I think it's going to be more competitive than 42-0 last year, uh, for sure, but um, it's just going to be a very interesting game, and I mean, William Blunt, I think... Uh, their quarterback, this is his third year starting. So, I mean, that's always a plus for them when you get 
two years against this Maryville defense, maybe he's figured out a few tricks up his sleeve. And uh, I think William Blunt's got a really good coach. He's definitely turning him in the right direction. I think uh, should be should be a very good game for, uh, to say the least. Absolutely, I, I think it's going to be a really good game, and and it's a good game just because we're having a game. Yeah, I think that's the biggest part. But uh, but Jude, let's talk about the Alcoa Blackman game. We'll take another break, and then we'll come back and talk a little little heritage. Uh, and and who how they're going to start the season, but uh, but Alcoa takes on Blackman. They host the Blackman Blaze on Saturday. It's going to be a seven thirty start time there again Saturday. Uh, Rivalry Thursday will be there. WGA or WKVL and uh, and Two Hype Sports will be there to broadcast the games. Uh, it, it is a matchup of three A state champion and then six A Blackman. Uh, t- kind of a, probably other than the Maryville game, their cornerstone matchup from a year ago, uh, cornerstone victory because they were behind at half and came back and got that win in week number one. Uh, this is a big game for for Coach Rankins. I think this is even even for the winningest coach in Tennessee state history. Uh, this is a different dynamic. This is a uh, of of all the other teams. You know, you can talk about Gibbs Halls. You can talk about Maryville William Blunt, and you can even talk about anybody you want to. But I would say, and this is just my my honest opinion, nobody's staring down the barrel of a bigger opponent in week number one than in town than Alcoa. Yeah, I mean, just Blackman historically. I mean, Murfreesboro just produces a lot of very good, high quality athletes. I mean. Are you going to say it? Who came from Blackman? <laughs> I was about to say it, yeah. The alma mater, Joan Jennings, had to get him on the show. And, uh, I mean, just uh, they've got a lot of good athletes, you know. I mean, that's one thing with those Murphy Burroughs teams. They might uh, not have the best coaching, but they're definitely going to have the best athletes out there. A lot of D1 commits. I'm not I'm not f- too familiar with the roster right now, but uh, I'm sure they've got some D1 guys on there. Well, I think they're another one of those teams that return a lot. Talking with Marty, talking with Heath, and then, of course, hearing the Gary Rankin interview, um, Blackman was a team that, that had a lot of pieces last year, but they weren't really a program yet. They, they, they had a lot of young kids that were raw talent and it was week one. I mean, again, for them, it's just as big of a matchup for Blackman as it is Alcoa. Mm-hmm. Blackman's sitting there going, we're 6A and we're about to go down there to a 3A team that beat us last year. What are we going to do about it? And, and so is that motivation to work harder in the preseason? I don't know. I hope so. But at the same rate, I think it's going to be a, uh, a uh, on-display, only game in town situation there Saturday night. And, and I'm rooting for the Rebel or for the, for the Tornadoes because I think they're, they're a really good team. They're going to be without Gray Carroll. I think that is a very big asterisk on the Alcoa football team because, from my understanding, Blackman later in the season became a ground-and-pound and did it well kind of a football team. Uh, so I'm nervous without Gray Carroll there, the impact of that defensive front and how how much they can handle uh, for four quarters. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing with Alcoa matching up against Maryville. They're, they'll play as tight for three, and then uh, maybe in that fourth they'll kind of wane out just a little bit. I mean, that's just because of the lack of depth. These guys What's are playing both sides of the ball, you know what I mean? What's that supposed to mean? What's waning out? I'm Wayne. just kidding. I know. It's a different spelling for those who don't. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I think it's it's going to come down to how, how much Alcoa can control the football. Uh, I think if they keep the football and Maud Sankey and Isaiah Cox do their thing and they each kind of round about 100 yards – I think Alcoa has a really good chance to win this football game. and uh, But I think if, if they kind of thwart out Ahmad Sankey, they, they make Isaiah Cox one-dimensional, uh, make him have to be a receiver and can't get him out of the backfield, uh, I think it's going to be a, a, a Blackman victory. But I picked the Alcoa Tornadoes last night, and I'm going to stick with them tonight. I, I think Alcoa squeaks one out. I think it may be a different dynamic. 
I think instead of like last year where Alcoa goes into halftime behind, I think Alcoa goes to halftime with the lead because they're the home team. And then I think Blackman makes a push in the second half but can't finish the deal. That's my opinion. I I don't know. I, I, I really don't know much about Blackman, but uh, historically speaking, I definitely take the Tornadoes. And just from what I know, they've got a lot of good athletes. They've got great coaching. Um, I mean, they're formidable for any Maryville opponent. And uh, Blackman obviously didn't finish as far as Maryville in 6A last year. So I would definitely I'll, – I'll take that pick. I'll, I'll go with you with Alcoa there. I think as long as, you, uh, as, as, long as you're averaging 13, 14-plus uh, wins a year – uh, and that's both for Maryville and Alcoa. Yeah. Uh, you you just you got to ride with them. There's no reason not to, right? But uh, but Jude, let's take our uh, maybe our last break of the day. Let's take a break. Uh, listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk who Heritage the Mountaineers face in week number one in an effort to get out of a 24 game losing streak. We'll talk it all on the flip. You're listening to the Grind 100.9 FM 8:50 AM and streaming at wkvl.com. Rebel Radio Takeover continues. After this. a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. 2020 has been anything but predictable, but there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student-athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at wkvl.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. In response to the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak, and in what the Blunt Partnership sees is the best interest of its visitors, employees, and community, Taste of Blunt, slated for September 10th in Maryville, the Townsend Fall Festival scheduled for September 25th and 26th at the Townsend Visitor Center, 
and the Best of Blunt Awards, booked in October, are canceled. The events will not be rescheduled in 2020. These fall events are cherished productions that the community looks forward to annually, but the current environment is not conducive to holding large events where physical distancing is difficult. Have you heard about or seen the Grand's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grand from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. 2020 has been anything but predictable, but there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student-athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at wkbl.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jude Ellison, and you're talking sports right here on a Friday edition. Jude, uh, welcome in again, and uh, thanks for coming in. Jude is a, a Maryville High School senior. He is a member of Rebel Radio. He is a he's a tennis player at uh, Maryville High School, and then you do Model UN. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. is, is there any free time? Do you have any free time at all? Only free time I'm here in the booth with you. Look so, at that. Uh, Look at that. Hey, well, choices, and he's made a good one. Yes. And he's made a good one. But, you know, we're going to talk about the Heritage Mountaineers and what they've got on the docket for this week. Uh, last year, uh, they're entering a 25-game losing streak. I'm sorry, I gave them one back. Uh, uh, last year, this game, week one against Lenore City, was probably as close as they came uh, to a victory. Uh, had an opportunity to score late in the game. Uh, penalty, put it back, and I don't think they made the conversion. Uh, ended up losing um, to the Mountaineers tw- or to the the Lenore City. They're the Panthers. Yes, yeah. Uh, they lost to them twenty-one to twenty. Just a heartbreaking thing. The next week, the the margin got a little larger, and then from week three on, I think between health attrition because they they didn't dress a ton of kids a year ago. Uh, I think through all of that. Uh, they they ended up just kind of coming. The wagon fell off the the rails a little bit because 
Uh, they just didn't have the bodies to put out there, uh, you know. And especially with them them being up in six A, uh, there's nowhere to run and hide. There's no bye week on the playing field. You know what I'm saying? And so Heritage has a tough schedule. Uh, again, they play Maryville, they play William Blunt, they they go across and, and go into to Chattanooga area where we do play Cleveland, Bradley Central, uh, those guys, McMinn County. Uh, but uh, I think this is a team that has a lot of seniors on it. They understand the meaning of uh, how it's not how you start, how you finish your career. And, uh, and and I think this is a team. I'm not saying this is a playoff team. I'm not saying this is a team that, that you know, is going to start out two or three and oh. But I, this is a team that I think if Lenore City's not ready, they can lose to. Because I think, one, this is still whether your your attrition did it, whether whatever led to an 0-10 start, it started right here with Lenore City. You were, you were two plays away from winning that football game, and it just didn't happen. So I think I think that the Mountaineers are going to be poised. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Hammontree uh, is excited about this group. He said he's got a lot of leaders on this team, and uh, and I think uh, I, I'm going to pick the Mountaineers here in Week One. And I haven't picked them in probably a dozen games. Yeah, I mean, uh, you wouldn't really want to. I mean, uh, they've been up against the long trials. I mean, going with these big, powerful guys. I mean, just heritage sometimes just can't really compete. But I think I agree with you. I think they're going to still win tonight. I think Lenore. I think there's going to be a lot of sloppy play this uh, this first week, and I think I think if Heritage makes one less mistake, I mean that's what happened last year. They made one Absolutely. mistake and cost them the game. I think if they can if they can play well, I definitely think they can steal one here. Is it home or away? It is at Lenore City. Okay, uh, but Lenore City has lost their quarterback and have a new offensive coordinator. This was the lone victory for Lenore City a year ago. So. I think, um, like I said, five-star preps picks Heritage 19-15. to 15. I tend to like that score line. Uh, 19's an odd number to get to, but um, I'm going to go 21-14 Mountaineers. I'll say 17-14 I'll say Mountaineers. I'll give it a little bit closer. Little, 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 uh, I think it's just going to be a very sloppy, uh, low-scoring game. Very possible, very possible. But Gibbs at Halls, uh, Halls was the pick of five-star preps, and they got that one, so maybe we should just go with them. Maybe so, yeah. Um, you never know. Uh, Friday night starts out – well, it doesn't start out, but this is how the list has progressed. Campbell County at Cock County, uh, my alma mater. Uh, my alma mater go. is hosting a week number one matchup. Uh, Campbell County's junior all-purpose back C.J. Allen will be one of the area's rising stars. And uh, Cock County looking to just uh, get back on track. They lost their head football coach, uh, I think, two years ago, and have just tried to to get a, a back his level of success. They got to, I think, a six and four record a couple years ago, and then of course he was plucked away. Uh, but uh, you got to you got to rebound. You got to do what you do. Uh, Campbell County, Cock County. Who you got? Uh, I really don't know. You're I'll- right. I'll uh I'll go with I'll go with your alma mater. I'll go with Cock County for you. Well, either way, it's CCHS, right? There Campbell you go, County yeah. or Cock County. I'm gonna go with Cock County as well. I think their uniforms look better, and <laughs> uh, I think uh, they're red and black. I mean, we can we can. I vouch like that for little. That. They got the that stolen little C from South Carolina it's with backwards. the bird on it. Have you ever noticed that? No, I didn't. So it's that backwards. I will tell you. Here's here's a funny story, and this is two minutes. Y'all will never get back if you're listening. So uh, when Cock County High School was consolidated and formed. It, it merged a couple community high schools, very similar to what William Blunt Heritage did in, in Blunt County. Uh, the, the, the named president or, or principal or however, what it, the leader of that first high school, um, was uh, he was a South Carolina grad. And so he was like, well, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's make uh, 
Hold on. I'm somebody's wanting to call in and I'm trying to nine eight three forty three ten. Um but uh you know, he was a South Carolina guy, so the Gamecocks kind of became the, the, the slogan and, and originally it started as the Garnet and, and, and Garnet and White, Garnet and Black, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's it's progressively moved more red uh, than that. But uh yeah, that's a uh it's a uh, it's an interesting take, but it's the C from Carolina, but the rooster is inverted. Got to got to stay away from that copyright infringement. There. Hey, it, whatever, inch or a mile, right? Yep. Winning's winning. Uh, the next game on the docket, we're going to slide down Science Hill at Elizabethan. Uh, the the reigning four A state champion is is the the host team. The host Cyclones are are coming off a fifteen and 4 A state championship season, and they look to get their third consecutive win over Science Hill. That's a 4A, 6A matchup here in week number one. That's a pretty pretty hefty load for the Cyclones. That is a big load. I mean, uh, Science Hill, they're a very good team. Uh, they've got some – they're historically really good. They're typically playing Maryville that uh, week before, like an Oakland or a Blackman that Maryville play in the playoffs. So, I mean, that's definitely a really good team there, and we'll just have to see uh, – I'll take I'll take Elizabethan on that one. Though. Taking Elizabethan. Hey, the phone lines have lit up, and we are going to go to them. Hey, you're on the grind. Hey, good morning, good morning. How are you? Hey, I know you. You don't know <laughs> me. You just think you know me. A lot of people think they know me. But I know you. What, this is the birthday boy. It sure is. It sure is. One I year older you today. Just, you know, John Boy and Billy think they got the big show. They don't have the big show. This is the big show. Well, I've got it's Jude show. Right I've got the Jude show yeah. right over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know if he's a nice young man hey. and everything. This is great. Wait, well, hey, listen, it's football time in Maryville. It sure enough Everybody is. Everybody ought to be excited down there. And you're oh. the birthday boy. That <laughs> just lines everything up. The stars are, are aligned this morning. You know, this. I've known this Wayne guy for a long time. We go back so far, we've called prehistoric. Yeah. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I, I can talk about some things, but I probably shouldn't do that to you here in the morning <laughs> on, on radio, so I won't especially on your birthday. Hey, I, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. I appreciate it. I uh, I just told a story that you can either uh, confirm or deny. Is is the Cock County, the, the logo, the reason they are the, the Fighting Cocks and the Gamecock logo is because the original principal leader of when they consolidated was a South Carolina grad. The, it was uh, Central High, and uh, when they brought everything in, when they it, at first it was Central High, and he was unfortunately for him a Gamecock graduate. <laughs> the disease had spread to here, and so they were we were looking to form, you know, a, what they thought was a more perfect union, and <laughs> decided that they'd go with the Garnet, the Garnet and Black, and uh, with the uh, Gamecock insignia. And everything and history was begun, right? And well, so uh, you were absolutely correct in what you said. I wish I knew the guy's name, but uh, but I'm not sure I've ever heard anybody really say the name. But that was right. Their principal was um, South Carolina graduate. So that's it's, how that whole thing got started. So Cock County opens their season tonight, uh, hosting Campbell County. And I asked Jude. I said, "Who do you pick?" I said, "You can go see." C- <laughs> I said, "You can go CCHS and win either way." Yeah, I know it. Cock a little do, we beat you. Hey, we you both know, we both uh, went Cock County though. I just want you to know. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it because you thought their uniforms were better. I just like it when a man uses scientific things to come up with his decisions. <laughs> well, it's either it's either that or, or we may just lock the gate and not let Campbell County in the gate. I I don't know. Either way, we win. Well, I like it. I mean, you know, just every now and then. 
you know, you need to be able to do what you want to do and not be polite to everybody. Right. And so that'd be a good thing, good way to start that, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> well, is that at home here in the cockadoodle land? It is, and, is and it? you can always blame it on COVID. I feel like that's a really good one we can use now. Well, yeah. Oh, we, yeah we're just confirming I mean, you know, social distance. That's what not? we're doing. It. Why not? We'll be like, well, you have to I won't take up any more of your time because okay. I know you probably got other folks too, but I just want to tell you guys, um, that uh, let's go uh, Rebels and have a great night. I know you're excited, and uh, um, and happy birthday. Hey, it's thank amazing you so to much. Accomplished. Be 16 and accomplish what you've accomplished. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Absolutely. And uh, uh, onward and upward. Right, buddy? I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Oh, you're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, see you. Well, that's letting a cat out of the bag. It's my birthday. Yep. I was yeah. waiting till the end to throw it in there, but... <laughs> Got he it beat in me there. To it. He beat me to it. Oh, but we were back on Science Hill, Elizabeth, and I, I think you know Science Hill has not been the the dominant uh, Tri Cities school uh, that they used to be. I mean, the Science Hill Dobbins Bennett matchup used to be just one versus two. I'll be with you in a minute, kind of matchup, and uh, and, and they've just not been that the last few years. Uh, Steve Spurrier Field has not seen the likes in the last few years. I'm going to go with Elizabeth, and I think they they return a lot. I think they look con- they look convincing in their 4A state championship win. We were able to be literally in the end zone watching that finale, and uh, and I think I think Science Hill doesn't have the horses and a great fan base too there for Elizabeth, and they they oh, had wow. every many if not more than Maryville had in there, and that's a 4A team. I mean, I think their whole community was there that night. You didn't have to ask which was the home side. I'll say that. Yeah, that you know was who's that's the uh, the alma mater of, don't you? Elizabethan. Uh-huh. I don't know who is it. Jason Witten. That oh, guy really? right there. That's cool. Yeah, right there. You didn't know that his brother is that. the head coach. Really? Yeah, absolutely. See, I'm te- I'm not only Jude is not only here taking over. He's learning. He's learning things. So it's always a school day when Mr. Kaiser's <laughs> around. Yeah. Bradley Central at Farragut. You know, again, we talked. That's the only team the Rebels had to see twice a year ago. Uh, the Bradley Central Bears also was a, a opponent of the Maryville Red Rebels, and, and they were formidable. They had some good talent, had some good pieces. I uh, just couldn't get it together against the Rebels. Uh, Bradley Central might be the favorite in this game as they have a Virginia Tech commit at wideout Trey Curry. Uh, that uh, you know, but he has left the program. He has left the program, so that was going to be a big Bradley Central take, but Farragut's defense will focus on stopping the Virginia quarterback commit, Javen Burke, and the Admiral special team's advantage may rise and help them eke out a win. Looks like five-star prep said Farragut 15, Bradley Central 14. I think I think I don't know what the score is going to be, but I think that the uh, the fleet will be sailing on. I think the Admirals are going to get a W tonight. I ain't gonna lie, the the little ship in the end zone is kind of cool. It is cool, yeah. It's kind of cool. Uh, Clinton at Anderson County. The Mavericks will once again be in the mix for the four A state playoffs as senior quarterback Stone Hatmaker. If that's not a quarterback name, I don't know what is. Great name. Uh, returns for one final shot at getting through the postseason, getting through Greenville, be honest with you. Mm. Uh, he said, but Clinton will begin the Daryl Keith era and a tough matchup on the docket first. I don't think it's close. I think uh, the Mavericks, uh, the smoke rolls out of the barn, and the Mavericks dominate Clinton. Yeah, I think I got AC in this one as well. Absolutely. Uh, my, my buddy Gary Hayes would, would appreciate that. He's Anderson County alum and Anderson County every day. His lanyard at work is Anderson County Mavericks. It's pretty pretty awesome. Uh Central, Knox Central, 
uh, at Cleveland. The two-time defending 5A state champion step up into 6A uh, to take on uh, – they've got a new head coach, Nick Craney at the helm, former longtime defensive coordinator. Is step up, got uh, Ryan Bolton, a new quarterback, uh, and then they've got a lot of things to look for, but they're going to go to 6A, take on a Cleveland team uh, that that has a really nice run game. You remember that's the game T kind of got dinged up in the first yep. half, and uh, and they had a running back that honestly, if they kept handing it to him, that would have been a much closer game. Uh, but they didn't, and uh, and the Blue Raider Nation uh, saw the Rebels take home a victory. But uh, I think I think Central still Central. I think they've got a lot of talent, but I do think this is a very tight matchup because I think Cleveland has gotten better. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Cleveland. I, I'm gonna step out. I'm gonna go. I think a new head coach, a new quarterback, and graduation is gonna take this one away from Central High School. I think I don't know. I think I might. This might the first time we disagree. I think I'll take Central on this one. A parody is a good thing. Parody is a good thing. Uh, going Central. So Granger at Cumberland Gap. I put this one in there because Granger's always going to be near and dear. Gave me my first shot in, in radio for, for football broadcasting. And, uh, and and they're a fun school to watch. They're a 4A team consolidated. Uh, used to be used to be Washburn High School in Rutledge. Now it's Granger County. Uh, they, they've got a, a short tenure. I think they've been a high school since 06. But they've got uh, the the Granger County in in general has has delivered basketball legends such as A. W. Davis to to Tennessee basketball, Scholar McThree. Uh, he's a, a, he's right a Granger there. County boy, and uh, you know they've had a lot of good things. And Coach uh, Chad Tate and what he does uh, with that program is phenomenal. They run the triple option, so it's kind of a it's kind of a, a three yards in a cloud of dust kind of offense, but. Uh, it's fun to watch. Dawson Holt will be the Granger County quarterback. He ran for over 1,600 yards a season on go, and uh, he'll hope to do that again. Cumberland Gap, always a struggling football team, maybe a better basketball program uh, there at Cumberland Gap. I'm going to go with the Grizz to get the victory. Uh, I'll go with Granger County. Match go with it Granger up. County. I was going to say, that's how you get him to agree with you is pick games he doesn't know. I, I, like <laughs> I don't that. know where either of those teams I'm are trying located, to, so I'm just going to act like I know. I'm trying to Granger pick County. one more one more game. Let's go Greenback at Loudon. Loudon knocked off a really talented Greenback squad a year ago. Now the Redskins come in with the more experience and expectation. So Loudon got the victory a year ago in what was a really good Loudon team. They went on a tear there in the regular season. And Greenback is going to re- be replacing a ton of kids. What do you think? Is it the Loudon football team this year? Have they uh, have they gone away from that Redskin name? Or are they I still? don't think so. I think I'll take the I'll take the skins in this one. Taking the skins. It's good because it may be one of the last times you can. Maybe we so. May, we may change it. I'm actually uh, – I think Greenback replacing a lot is going to mean a lot. Yeah, I'm going to have to roll with Loudon. As well, so so it looks like we for the county and the and the touching areas we have picked Maryville, we have picked. Did you pick Heritage? Yeah, I did. Yep. We both picked Heritage. We both picked Alcoa, and then William Blunt's obviously oh, not going to get yeah. picked because uh, we picked Maryville, and then we we picked Loudon against yep. Greenback. So that's the stance. We'll see uh, next week if that was a smart pick and how we necessarily shook yep. out with that. But uh, again, fans' perspective does not mean immediately accurate. So mm-hmm. we uh, we don't promise those. Especially things. when you don't even know where the place is. For in my case, <laughs> hey, hey, it's right down forty. I'm, you can always be right down forty. Yep. But uh, I'll say this, Jude. You know, you you gotta gotta be excited about what Friday night looks like. You've got to be excited about what we're going to be able to do tonight there at Skeeter Shield Stadium on the on the campus of Maryville High School. Again, don't miss WGAP Rebel Radio will take hold 
there tonight at uh, at Maryville High School as the William Blunt Governors come in. A COVID-stricken offseason leads to Friday Night Lights here on Friday night. Jude Ellison, Wayne Kaiser will be on the call. Don't miss it. And then Heath and, and Marty will get Alcoa going Saturday night right here. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. We'll see you Monday. You don't want to miss it. <laughs>